Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. You are listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction Blog Talk Radio Show, founded to increase the national awareness of black women in the construction industry. NABWIC is the charge and takes the charge for black women to advocate for further opportunities to its members. Our mission as a core foundation is to strengthen the building blocks of new educational, entrepreneurial, professional, and social network connections. The vision of NABWIC is to build long-lasting strategic partnerships with first-rate organizations and individuals that will provide groundbreaking and innovative solutions for black women in construction and their respective communities. We invite you to call or text or email family, business associates, or friends and tell them that we are on the air right now. Or they can join us on the Internet by logging in to www.blogtalkradio.com slash N-A-B-W-I-C or by phone at 714-459-3918 and press 1 to join our conversation with questions or comments. Good morning, good morning, good morning. And yes, you are listening in to Napwick Talks this morning, Napwick Talks Radio. And I am Jada Williams, your National Napwick Talks Radio Chair and Host for today. And just like the commercial said, I have to ask you to follow, like, and share on all your different social media platforms that you are hanging out with Napwick, the National Association of Black Women in Construction. Or head over to our website at www.napwick.org. Engage with us. Find out what is on our calendar. And, of course, click that Join Now button and become one of our newest members and get your red shirt. Listen, we have an action-packed show today planned for you. I am so so excited. I can't not wait to get right to it. Also in the studio this morning, you have no other than Anne McNeil, the master builder herself, Ursula Odom of Sula 2, and Jackie Perry of JP and Associates. Good morning, Anne. How are you? Jada, I tell you every single week, Jada, if I were any better, I would be you. And today... <laughs> Again, I have to say it again, again, again. Just want to remind all of our listeners, whether you're live or in the future, at some point you listen to this podcast, we are the voice. Yes. Nabwick, we are the voice of not just black women in construction. We're really the voice of this construction industry. And our desire and vision is to continue to build long-lasting strategic partnerships with first-rate organizations and individuals that will provide groundbreaking, groundbreaking, literally, and innovative solutions for black women in the construction industry and in our communities. And as The Voice, our mission was founded to increase the national awareness of black women in the construction industry, and our charge is to continue to advocate and to create and to train for the next generation in this industry. But today, we are here very excited to talk about an organization and a new individual added organization that's one of our strategic partners, actually, and that individual is Henrika Heights. Help me pronounce it right. I said this before the show started. Jada. Miss Henrika Buchanan. Miss Henrika Buchanan. And I'm just meeting you, Miss Buchanan, so pronounce your name correctly, Miss <laughs> Henrika. Henrika, let's call you Miss Buchanan. And she is, you'll hear her bio, but as one of the new family members, as the vice president of national practice for HNTB Corporation. I'm not going to get into her bio, but I cannot say enough positive, positive things about HNTB. For a very long time, they've been one of our clients here at MCO Construction, and we just continue to look forward to working with this phenomenal organization. But now that you're here, Ms. Buchanan, we're really very excited 
to welcome you into this family. But as we talk about our organization and the fact that today we're hosting our billion-dollar luncheon in transit opportunities, Jada's going to talk a little bit more about that. We want to invite all of you who are listening to us. If you're listening at some point in the future and you did not get a chance to hear it live, please go back and listen to the podcast because we're going to be talking with some phenomenal organizations and the transit agencies across the United States. And we want to thank definitely all of the individual firms that have supported us from Ujama, New South, Siemens, um, White and Turner, so many phenomenal firms that are supporting our participation in this transit industry, excuse me. And so, Jada, we can go ahead and get this party started because I cannot wait to hear this new interview. Thank you. (laughs) Of course. Let's get this party started as we like to do on NAPWIC Talks. I know you can feel and hear the energy in the studio this morning. So let's take a quick commercial break and come right back and get this party started. NABWIC Business. If you're not in politics, you're not in business. Turn those contacts into contracts. Join NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction, September 16th, 6 p.m. to 8 p.m., City Club, Washington, D.C. The National Association of Black Women in Construction mid-year meeting in your CBC reception. Celebration. Register at eventbrite.com or www.nabwic.org. www.nabwic.org. And we are back. Listen, we are delivering on the demand and the request with high-quality guests here on NABWIC Talks. And today, being honored is Ms. Henrika Buchanan, who is from HNTV Corporation, the National Practice Consultant and Vice President. Listen, Ms. Henrika is cracking the ceiling wide open. She has more than 20 years of federal experience in, in the transportation industry, including over a decade of experience as a senior executive at the Federal Transit Administration. We all know that's FTA. She is known as a strategic, results-oriented, and customer-focused executive who strives for excellence and is committed to the successful delivery of public transportation programs, services, and capital projects throughout the nation. Ms. Henrika has received the Presidential Rank Award, which is the highest honor bestowed by the President of the United States States upon senior executives in the government. Also, she has received the Outstanding Achievement Award, which is the gold medal. And, of course, you know I'm a little bit of a stalker. Guys, I know you're going to love this one. Miss Henrika is a native of Hillsborough, Alabama. She currently resides in Alexandria, Alexandria, Virginia, but that's okay because she received her bachelor's in political science and Master's in Urban and Regional Planning from Alabama A&M. Go Bulldogs! You know that Bulldog Creed. And she received her law degree from Georgetown University Law Center. Good morning, good morning, Miss Henrika Buchanan. Welcome to NAVWIC Talks. How are you? Good morning, uh, Jada and Jackie and Ursula and Ann um, and let me first uh, thank NABWIC for having this incredibly important platform that provides a voice to the issues facing minority and women-owned infrastructure businesses. And it's truly an honor for me to be here and for you to allow me to come on and talk about my career and the important work that my firm, HNTB, is doing to encourage not only minority students and also minority businesses interested in construction and infrastructure-related jobs. So I'm so excited to be here, and I want to thank you all again for having me, and I'm looking forward to our conversation. And, Jada, I must say, go Bulldogs. 
Of course, go Bulldog with your fist in the air. You already know that maroon and white all day for life. Listen, Miss Buchanan, you are amazing with these awards, with your leadership, and everything you got going on. Now, audience listeners, you already know to get your notepad, your coffee, make sure your GPS is straight because we're about to get it popping. So, Miss Buchanan, in your own words, how about you tell us a little bit about your background and how you came to do what it is that you're doing today? Well, I think it's very interesting because, as you mentioned, I'm from Hillsborough, Alabama, and I'm sure most people don't know anything about Hillsborough, Alabama. It's actually a small town of only about 600 people in population. So the fact that I would end up in public transit, you know, within it of itself, uh, is just amazing. And I and I and I often say, you know, uh, that the Lord puts us where we need to be when we need to be there. But as you mentioned, I went to Alabama A&M University. Uh, and I received a master's uh, in uh, urban planning, and I focused at that time on housing and community development. Uh, but as I uh, was accepted into the Presidential Management Fellow Program at the federal government, uh, there weren't any jobs at HUD, and I thought that that's where I wanted to be. But where there was a job uh, was at the Federal Transit Administration. And I'll tell you the funny thing, I didn't show up for my first interview because uh, I didn't know anything about transit. But my name was so unique, so don't feel bad, Ann, about not being able to say my name, uh, that when I walked by um, and I stopped at the DOT table and mentioned that my name was Henrika, the recruiter at that time said, you missed your interview. And she said, would you come over uh, to the office and interview? And I said, of course, I'll come over to the office. So I ran over there. And during that interview at the time, Gordon Lynn was the administrator of the agency, but he came in and he talked to me about his career in the legislature in Philadelphia, in Pennsylvania. He talked to me about the important work that they were doing at FTA. And I knew then uh, that that was a mission that I could be wed to because part of the reason that I wanted to go into the federal government and policy and public service was all about helping people. And I tell people I grew up in a family that helped people. We did things from just driving around the road and praying for the farmers' crops for the year to really helping the anybody that was in need. And so I grew up with that drive to service. I went to Alabama A&M where our motto was service is sovereignty. And so I I was just really drawn to a career out the gate uh, that allowed me to help others. And transit was a field that I really was able to do that in. It was about providing mobility, providing options to those often who don't have mobility choices. And so – as people say, if you go to work and you love what you do, you never work a day in your life. I can tell you that 22 years later, I feel like I've never worked a day in my life because I have really enjoyed every moment of what I've done, and I'm excited about being able to now translate that into helping clients in the private sector really make infrastructure projects come to reality, particularly in a time when infrastructure and construction is going to be called upon yet again to help drive the economy of the United States. So I'm incredibly uh, excited about what's on the cusp. I'm looking forward to the passage of an infrastructure bill that's going to allow uh, resources to flow to our communities and critical transit projects to move forward. So thank you for that question. Of course, of course. And what a great testimony um, on really walking in your purpose and living through service because you can hear that excitement in your voice of being in the industry for 22 years and not feeling like you have to get up and go to work every day. So that is amazing. You must be really working in your gifts. With that being said, what are your key focuses um, right now? that you are at HNTB? Well, part of the thing, as I begin to think about transitioning uh, from the public sector to the private sector, one of the things that uh, drove that transition was just the opportunity uh, in terms of the moment that we're in right now. We have a president that began to talk about uh, transformational investment in infrastructure. Uh, We also had a president who did an executive order where he talked about equity and inclusion. And so just in terms of uh, the purpose meeting the moment, this was now uh, a time 
when I really thought that we could really advance as a country at from an infrastructure standpoint, but also from an equity standpoint as well, making sure that not only we were designing projects and planning projects and constructing projects in a way that included members of the community that they were served, provided real access and opportunities uh, for underprivileged communities, but also at a time when I knew how important uh, those construction jobs, and as the president has said, good paying jobs would be for moving the country Forward. And so as I began to look around and look at firms that I thought uh, might be a good fit, I just started having conversations. And it's interesting because NAVWIC, uh, you know, is founded about women, black women in construction. I really started reaching out to women uh, that I knew uh, in the private sector that were at major firms just to talk about what their day-to-day life was like and what it felt like from an, a momentum standpoint right now. And as a part of that conversation, I had a conversation with Diana Mendez, who is the corporate president at HNTB uh, that look, deals with uh, infrastructure, mobility and infrastructure equity. Uh, and I was just excited about the fact that the company was even forward-thinking enough to include a position like that uh, in the organization at a critical level, and it just made me really excited about the opportunities of joining a firm, particularly at this time, and how important that could be to minority communities. Yes, indeed. Absolutely amazing. And it sounds like you did you did go through a little transition from the public to private sector. Um, what is that leadership style, or do you have to switch it up, or what is your leadership style? Well, um, I mean, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a servant leader, and I'm one of those leaders that have always just, like, rolled up um, up their sleeve and really begin to work with your team to make sure that you uh, are achieving your goals. So I believe in being – have a strategic vision. I believe in having a structure and incremental plan, pieces in place for how you – meet those goals. And you asked a little bit about what my day-to-day was like, and I sort of glossed over that. So, you know, right now I'm critically focused on what legislation may come out that's going to fund infrastructure, being able to understand those provisions. And, you know, in the Senate bill, uh, the Infrastructure Investment and Job Act, there's over $106 billion that would go to transit projects. So I'm focused on understanding uh, the, the provisions of the bill and understanding what that means for clients in terms of being able to advance critical projects and what that means for jobs. And so I've been working on interpreting that. And I'm also work on just helping our clients uh, bring value uh, to the process and engaging our clients in a way that helps their projects become reality. So really understanding the system, uh, understanding uh, the federal process, if there's federal investment, and being able to interpret that into uh, um, in, uh, into a language that allows our clients to be able to advance their projects and make those projects reality. So that's typically uh, what my day-to-day is like. Um, and um, in general, um, you know, um, a part of what I said is, you know, I'm just excited about the moment uh, that we're in. And so um, I don't know if I've answered your question, but I wanted to circle back and just <laughs> give you a little bit of insight into my day-to-day. Of course you did. Of course you did. Listen, audience listeners, don't shy away. Make sure you are able to press one on your phones, drop your comments on the different social media platforms, or like you usually do, just send your text message straight to me. But write down that hot nugget that Ms. Henrika has said over and over and over. The moment, the energy is now. And she also mentioned infrastructure. So if infrastructure is important and big item on her agenda, it is definitely important and a hot item on for business owners, for especially our small business owners, the entrepreneurs out there, and especially our NAVWIC entrepreneurs. I know we are taking notes, Ms. Henrika, and also you hit on, um, I love to say, create the space for your dreams to become your reality. But like you said, having that strategic plan down, having that vision down, you are able to help assist with creating um, opportunities and reaching back um, through your your role at HNTB, it sounds like, um, which is going to make me ask you my next question. If I didn't answer it myself, <laughs> um, 
what made you want to go ahead, go to that interview that you missed, that you mentioned earlier, and then knock the interview out the ballpark and actually accept accept your role at HNTV? What led you to want to work for them? Well, I think you can tell a lot about a company based on uh, sort of the culture and the things that they that the company values. And, and you know, I'm a researcher, uh, so I, I don't go into anything without really doing my homework and my due diligence about what that looks like. So there were several things about HNTB that made it be the attractive place that I wanted to be. I mean, the company is over 100 years old. It's a domestic country company. So the, pro, the the focus wasn't on international infrastructure. The focus was on national infrastructure. And so that called to me because I was really uh, uh, interested in helping drive progress uh, at home, so in America. Uh, the company has been around for over 100 years. So you've seen a lot of companies, they get gobbled up and they get bought out by somebody else or they buy out uh, different companies. And HNTV really had a corporate identity uh, that's been around for over 100 years. Uh, it's focused on, it knows what its business is, and it's focused on doing that. And then the culture, and when I uh, talk to the uh, people, um, you know, many of them seem happy. And, you know, I looked at their values, integrity, technical excellence, uh, respecting others, uh, commitment to the profession. And those were all things that really resonated me in terms of really aligning with my core values. And then I also looked uh, at, you know, many of the websites, and one of the things that was right up front uh, was their commit their commitment to uh, mobility, uh, to equity, to inclusion. Uh, and I wanted to make sure that, uh, you know, I was a part of a firm where we were headed in the right trajectory in terms of uh, the, the workforce, in terms of how we assist clients and looking at projects moving forward. And, again, uh, HNTB's commitment to equity and inclusion uh, really um, drew me in and really appealed to me. Yes, indeed. And you just spoke um, music and words to all of our hearts about HNTV and why we at NAVWIC um, love HNTV as well so much. So thank you, thank you, thank you for that. Listen, we are going to take a quick commercial break, but once we come back, we are going to dig a little bit deeper into Miss Henrika Buchanan's journey on being the vice president at HNTB Corporation. We are so excited to have you listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction blog talk radio show. Please call, text, or email family, business associates, or friends and tell them that we are on the air right now. Or they can join us on the Internet by logging in to www.blogtalkradio.com slash NABWIC or by phone at 714-459-3918 and press 1 to join our conversation with questions or comments. Please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Don't forget to follow us by liking our page and post your questions or comments. NABWIC's intent is to always go into the high schools and colleges to encourage our young black girls and women to enter into the construction industry and to take interest into the STEM programs that are offered. We encourage you to listen to this show or past shows on the Internet by logging in at www.blogtalkradio.com slash N-A-B-W-I-C. Thank you, and we're back. Yes, indeed. We are back on NAPWIC Talks speaking with Ms. Henrika Buchanan of HNTB Corporation. And listen, some NAVWIC news you can absolutely use, and you can use some of this news today. Yes, we are having NAVWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction, is having our billion-dollar luncheon in transit opportunities, which starts at 1130 a.m., Today, So you can join us. You still have more time to go ahead and register and get the Zoom information. It is a virtual luncheon. So, yes, you all can make it. Okay. And then also we have our NAVWIC National Mid-Year Meetings coming up this September. We also have 
We link it with our CBC reception because during September 15th through the 17th, NAPWIC will be in Washington, D.C. Yes, so you can join us on the 16th. That is a Thursday in Washington, D.C. at the City Club from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. and engage with us. You know we love to say, if you're not in politics, you are not in business. So head over also to our website at www.navwick.org. Check out our calendar and all of our different committees that you might want to join, partner with, or participate in. We will be having our annual meeting, NABWIC's National Annual Meeting, will be held in January. I'm not going to give you all the tea right now, so yes, go find out the date and the location. You're going to be absolutely surprised once you find out where NABWIC is going next in January. Okay, back it. I'm so excited in the studio this morning because Ms. Henrika Buchanan has shared her journey of over 20 years of experience in the transit industry um, with her background coming from FTA. And, of course, I have to mention it one more time, go Bulldogs, go Bulldogs, go Bulldogs. So I know our alumni association is super happy and super proud of you and honored um, to have you as one of our alumnus at Alabama A&M, Ms. Buchanan. So getting right into it, because I have goosebumps on my arms now, um, how about you describe your experience when you receive that Presidential Rank Award or the Outstanding Achievement Award, which is a gold medal? What did that feel like? You know what? It was surreal. You know, there are moments that you just think well, you'll never have, right? And so I've always worked really hard, uh, and really it's been geared toward the mission. It's not been geared toward the accolades, the positions, or the awards. And so really both of those honors were things that I never thought um, that I would achieve, but just through my work, uh, created the body of work that allowed me to hit both of those milestones. And I'll tell you, they both created not only uh, when you talk about goosebump moments. So when you get the presidential rank award, um, and I think in that year, out of the uh, many thousands of employees of the DOT, there were two. Uh, it was me and an, and another gentleman from another mode. And so of course, my father had come up from uh, from Alabama A and M. I mean, had come up from Alabama. Uh, to uh, be with me uh, during that ceremony. Uh, and at that time, uh, Elaine Chow was the Secretary of Transportation. And I'll tell you, she was so gracious. And I'd always talk to her about my father, that not only did I receive the award from uh, Secretary Chow, but she called my dad up on stage, and he actually walked across the stage, and he received that award with me. And so that was such a tremendous honor. And then when I received the gold medal, and that was largely because of the work that I was doing to help the transit industry stay uh, uh, afloat uh, during the COVID pandemic and also to respond so that we could continue to provide uh, safe transit, I was actually sitting in a, in a meeting uh, again uh, in the secretary's office, uh, and uh, someone sent me, um, and I was actually missing the award ceremony, and of course it was virtual at the time uh, because we were all working remotely because of the pandemic, and someone actually sent me um, a link. It was my dad because they had actually uh, also uh, arranged for him uh, to be able to view that ceremony and see me uh, announced as a gold medal winner during that ceremony. And so it came across my phone, him thanking me, and I literally just had a stop in a moment, and it brought tears to my eyes, and I was sitting with a mayor from some city, and everybody wanted to know what the news was, and I said, you know, I just received an award that I never thought I would receive because you, it, uh, it's for life-changing type transformational activities, and you don't often have the body of work that allows those things to happen, but COVID created such, uh, has created, and we're still in such a tremendous challenge based on it that, you know, it was a life or death situation, and so I was awarded the gold medal in that moment, and in both of those moments, I was able to share that with my family, uh, and I, it, I was just so extremely honored and proud. Wow, 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 just 
Thank you so much for sharing that, and what a beautiful moment to be able to share, getting honored with your father and as well as having them, your family, to be able to be there with you. Um, You've told us a little bit about different things that your organization is doing, things that you have done along your career journey and outside of your career, um, motivating and being a resilient leader. Um, how did you even hear about NAVWIC, and then what ways did, do you feel like NAVWIC um, is a great benefit for individuals? Well, what I'll say is I, I've, I've uh, looked at NAVWIC, and I'm so proud and, again, honored to be here talking to you all on your talk radio show particularly because I think your mission directly aligns with some of those core values that I talk about and even what HMTV has been doing. You talked about strategic partnerships. Uh, the firm actually has a partners program uh, where they uh, sort of help work with uh, smaller businesses over a pe- period of time uh, with WBEs, DBEs, you know, all of the acronyms that we use to help secure contracting opportunities own large-scale projects uh, with transportation agencies. So not only do we partner uh, with minority firms, but we also help minority firms engage and gain capacity in a way that allows them to have more partnerships. And that directly aligns with what you all are are doing at DABWIC. And so uh, I've uh, heard about you all just really through my transition over to the private sector. But since looking at the organization, I tell you, I think that it's critically important that we make sure that there are pipelines of students that are, uh, are, are ready to go into construction and infrastructure careers, to start companies, to be entrepreneurs, to be vice presidents. And it's critically important that we create um, partnership opportunities that allow businesses to grow and develop. And so, um, you know, when I, I'm so excited about the work that you all do. I'm so excited about potential partnership opportunities and engaging with the with the with NABWIC as we continue to move forward. And you know, I, I, I'm hats off to what you all are doing. And all I can hope to do is to be able to bring those type of projects and energy to H and T B as we continue to move forward as a company. Yes, indeed, and keep that energy on flowing on over here to NAVWIC because we love you, Ms. Henrika Buchanan. Listen, you know I get a little selfish in the studio, and I don't want to take up all the time um, with you, so I have to ask Ms. Jackie Perry of JP and Associates, good morning, good morning, good morning. I know you are jumping off of your seat. Yes, uh, thank you, Jada. Good morning, and I have been so inspired this morning by Miss Henrika, and I certainly appreciate her being our special guest this morning and for uh, HNTB's uh, sponsorship of this uh, session of NABWIC Talks so today. So thank you so much, Miss Henrika. Um, I just want to um, ask you one question, too. So being such a powerful lady, with such influence in the transit industry and in, I'm sure, you know, the broader communities that you uh, touch, uh, what would you say would be your greatest accomplishment? What do you consider to be your greatest accomplishment in everything that you've been able to accomplish today? You know, it's it's interesting. I think my greatest, I'm more, I'm most proud of I think the person that I am and the value. So I I I'm, I talked about being a servant leader. Uh, I've talked about uh, you know really engaging and working with those that have been on my team and worked for, with me. And really, my proudest accomplishment is watching people in my family grow up and be successful. Uh, being able to mentor people at work watching them grow up and be successful, working with students at the school, watching them grow up and be successful. So I'm more, I'm most proud, I think, of the energy and the impact that I've put into the lives of others. Mm, spoken like a true servant leader. Thank you so much. I'm even inspired by that. So, again, we appreciate having you on today. Thank you, Jada, for giving me an opportunity to just ask that question. Yes, I tell you, Ms. Henrika, you have all of our hearts 
tickled the more and more you speak. Listen, are you ready for the hard questions now? I'm ready. <laughs> those were the easy ones. Okay. <laughs> yes, those were the easy ones. Now, listen, share with us your favorite book or author or whatever it is that you're currently reading that's giving you all this energy and influence. Now, I must say, Jada, so I'm currently, the last thing I read was the infrastructure bill, right? So (laughs) to say uh, not a book, but I I love to read about powerful women. And and I really, I like, um, I like historical fiction because I do like a little whimsy in it. And so I read a lot of Philippa Gregory. I read a lot of Elizabeth Chadwick because I like to read about women throughout history and really how, even if they weren't necessarily in a powerful role, role, how they wielded their power in a way to make an impact uh, throughout the world. Uh, what I'm currently on my reading list, and, and you'll love this, and this is actually a book that's written by um, another Alabama A&M grad that was there uh, when I was in school. So she's uh, currently a, a PhD. She works at North Carolina Central University, and she's uh, written a book called Retire in Life and Love, and it's Dr. Keisha Reed, and I've started reading her book, and I've actually been very, um, you know, I mean, it's a, it's a well-written, it's a wonderful book. And because I'm also a single lady, you know, I, I can't put all of my energy just into work. So that's one of the reasons that I'm also uh, reading about how to be intentional in other aspects of my life as well. So yes, it's on indeed. Amazon, Dr. Keisha Reed, Retire in Life and Love. Yes, indeed, Dr. Keisha Reed, Reach Higher in Life and Love. We have to have some work-life balance, hunty, in today's time. Definitely so. Thank you for sharing your book list and what you have going on. We also have Ms. Ursula Olam of Sula 2 in the studio, and I cannot close out this interview without bringing in Ms. Ursula. Ms. Ursula, good morning. How are you, beautiful? Good morning, Jada. You know, I am so excited about hearing this story and this journey. And when you talked about historical fiction, I couldn't resist it. I'm a publisher and author, and I love historical fiction as well. And so this will help you understand I'm a a visual person, so my question will have a visual nature to it. When we realize that you have shattered glass ceilings, I mean, just gone through them, there's that falling glass. So how do you navigate getting through that and and taking your wings when you have just shattered glass? How do you get through it and how do you soar? Well, what I'll tell you is um, that uh, so – it's great that you say you're a visual person because I'm actually a person that's like visual too. So in my room, I have vision boards. I do a vision board for every year. And I did a vision board for the decade from 2020 to 2030 where I talked about the transition and I talk about different areas of my life and what I want those goals to be. What I, where I, So I've looked at what I want from a big picture standpoint, and then I look at what incremental steps I need to take to get that to get there. So not only do I do that professionally, I also do that personally. But And I advise young women, and I've said before, like I try, I block out the noise. So when you talk about, you know, when you've uh, achieved something that maybe someone thought was difficult or someone else is not, how do you, you know, navigate above, uh, above that, as, as I would tell my um uh, God's son, you know, be the eagle. And I, I try to drown out the noise. So, you know, I stay focused on what my goals and objectives are and doing the things that I need to get there. And there's always life and always things that pull at you. And I try to not get stuck in those things in a way that it attract or it detracts from me achieving uh, the things that I want to do. I mean, what it, whether it's uh, financial stability, whether it's uh, – uh, health uh, and working out, um, I, I'm very visual in that I have reminders in my room that show me every day what my goals are, and I wake up every day, and I pray to God to give me the energy to live a day that he would be proud of and to make the steps that will make my dreams come true. All right. 
and you have blessed us all with that answer. Thank you very much. And I'll go back Thank on you. Again, okay. all I can say is, wow, wow, yes. wow. <laughs> Data. Yes. Data and McNeil again. Yes, ma'am. I, I, I just cannot resist. Miss Buchanan, you have been one of the best guests we have had in a very, very, very long time. So as the founder of this phenomenal organization and, uh, you know, and a sister in the spirit, Ursula just said it, you have blessed us today, and we are all so inspired and encouraged when we think about the fact that we're on our way to Washington, D.C. for appointments regarding the infrastructure bill with congressional staff and department heads talking about the opportunity for people who look like us, not running behind the money in infrastructure, but getting ahead of the money in infrastructure. And so I just wanted to just say that. I know we promised this call was not going to, this podcast is not going to be long, but the more you, the more you inspire us. And now we have questions from the audience. So if you could just spare us one more moment, we have one more question. And I think that um, I'm not sure who's coming on to, to take that question, but I'll turn it back over to you, Jada. It appears as though we do have a question in the audience. Thank you, ladies. Appreciate it. And thank you, Ms. Buchanan. Thank you. Yes, indeed. Of course, of course, the more you keep blessing us this morning on the air, we do have an audience listener. The studio is open. Your mic is open. You can come in and introduce yourself and speak directly. Welcome to Navwood Talks. Good morning. This is Kimley Naylor. I am the national president of NABWIC, and we are truly honored to have you this morning. I have to concur with um, our chair. This is one of the best best interviews we've had. It's so great to see the journey that you've had and, and the intentional journey you've had, all the way from missing an interview and um, ending up where you are today. I, I'm truly, truly blessed just to hear your story and your journey. Um, my only question would be, how do you envision preparing a pathway? So as we talked about breaking the glass ceiling, we have more women rising to higher seats of power inside this transit space. What are some of your goals uh, to see more black women in these seats um, as we try and bring more equity? Um, so I'll say um, twofold, right? So one of the things that I need to do is to uh, be a living example, right, of of the of the um, excellence um, and and the progress that comes with having black women in these positions. So one of the things that I try to do is live and work and perform in a way uh, that you know people can see me and and it creates opportunity for the next person. Uh, one of the other things that I'm really passionate about is, so Jada has mentioned that we are both grads at Alabama A&M, so I'm passionate about working with my university, working with other minority service institutes and HBCUs to make sure that there are true pathways of, for students um, to come from those universities and come into these fields. And that means that there have to be the internship opportunities and the partnership opportunities. And I think Ann mentioned it earlier, you know, Compto has a program that uh, has internship and, you know, HNTB as a partner uh, really uh, uh, participates in that program in terms of providing internship opportunities. And so part of what I want to do as a great corporate citizen of my organization is to make sure that we continue to invest uh, in programs and invest in partnerships and create opportunities for those that look like me as we move forward. And so that's my uh, personal responsibility as a part of that organization. But also aside from that, I'm also working with my university to really make sure that I help create opportunities there that creates a pipeline for students. And, you know, it's sort of like the whole each one reach back and pull one. You know, I take that very serious uh, in terms of how, I try to live my life and what I think my role is professionally moving forward. And, you know, I'm excited. Again, 
I'm so uh, happy to be here with you all. You know, we've all seen the momentum and the change that black women has really spurred into America, right? Uh, and so, you know, I know if anybody can do it, we can do it. And so I really, uh, you know, I'm excited about the opportunity to partner with you all to make sure that we continue to advance, that people understand that construction and infrastructure. I don't even know that people understand the billions of dollars that go into those projects on a million on an annual basis and the opportunity that it creates for businesses and people working. Uh, like us. And so I, I want to make sure that, you know, we spread our message, but that we also have programs and things in place that will be a pipeline for for, for the next generation to follow. That was an awesome reply. Thank you so much. And thank you for your dedication and just exemplifying that uh, spirit of excellence. Uh, thank you very much for joining us today. I mean, thank you. You know, um, I stand on some pretty broad shoulders. You know, I came, uh, you know, off the shoulders of my mom and my grandma and those people. And so I'm committed to making sure that I have some broad shoulders that can hold some young women that are coming up behind me. Well, that definitely aligns with uh, one of our pillars of making sure we bring young black girls with us as we move black women inside of construction into these type of roles. Again, thank you so much. This has been an awesome interview. Absolutely. Talking about a powerhouse legacy. You are absolutely amazing. Many times people get inside the gate and don't even want to look over. So that is greatly appreciated. But a main nugget you said, I don't know if the audience listeners caught it, but I'll break it down for you. Listen, the government has created and developed more millionaires than the music industry. So I think you might want to hang out or look up Miss Henrika Buchanan and see what opportunities are available. And if you are a young adult, a young professional, and are still in college right now, there are programs and organizations for you. And one of those is NAVWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction. And it's not only for women, and it's not only for black women. And we're not only in construction. So you have a place here if you are positive and striving to be great in life. So, Miss Buchanan, I'm just going to ask you one more hard question. Is that okay? That's okay, Data. <laughs> Listen, this has been such a fun interview with you. I just have to ask you, do you have a contact, a social media, Facebook, Instagram, that we can connect with you? And the second part is please leave us a closing tip, comment, or favorite remark. So uh, first, Data, let me acknowledge that I even got a a nugget from you, right? So when you said, if you're not in politics, you're not in business, I'm going to have to go and write that down because that's so true, and I'd never thought about it that way. But thank you for that nugget, uh, Nabwick, because that's certainly something that I'm going to make sure that I put in my repertoire uh, as we move forward. And so just in terms of like, uh, so I am on LinkedIn. And uh, people hit me up all the time, and they send me uh, messages. So I'm on LinkedIn, and people can feel free uh, to contact me that way. Uh, of course, you know, I'm with HNTB, so that's pretty obvious. It's going to be hbuchanan at hntb.com. And, you know, there um, from time to time, you know, students and different people will reach out, and I try to provide, you know, any guidance that I can in terms of how they move forward and navigate and just, nuggets of success. So by all means, uh, let's connect. Uh, I'll be reaching out to NABWIC to see if you all have a LinkedIn to connect with you all as well. And I mean, just from a, um, a, a, a closing remark, I would just say, you know, I think, uh, you know, just connect with, with what we do. And I'm so excited about, again, the opportunity. And I know there are going to always be naysayers because there can be more. You know, I've talked about the great things that H and T V uh are have are putting in place. A lot of it is because of a lot of uh self reflection, right? But you know, and we know that there's 
more that needs to be done. So I don't want people to think that I'm not acknowledging. I think that we've all we've achieved uh, to the pinnacle of the success that we can. I I understand uh, where we are. We're talking about, you know, me breaking glass ceilings, and that means we need to make sure that there are opportunities that move up beyond. But what I will say is that you have to embrace the moment. You have to embrace the momentum. And if not now, you know, then when will we be trying to move forward with more progress? And if it's not us, then who will it be? So, you know, um, it's easy enough to sit on the sidelines but if you really want to make a difference, you got to get in the game. And so, you know, I would just encourage those, even if you're discouraged, I would encourage you to, you know, find the strength to figure out what role you can play to help move this progress along. And so I'm excited that you all are coming to uh, talk to your congressman about, you know, the need for some transformational investment. And, and, and I look forward to working uh, with you all as partners and working with our other uh, clients in, in, in the industry and in the transit industry to really make these projects come true, which makes good paying jobs for Americans to do. Yes, indeed. We are all creating the space for our dreams to become our reality. Thank you so much for sharing and being in the studio with us today. This has been another Absolutely amazing NAPWIC Talks radio show today. And if you want more of this energy, more information, connect with Ms. Henrika Buchanan and or HNTB Corporation or RTD. Uh, I'm not going to give you all the tea this morning on the air because you can come and join us at 1130 today. Yes, you want more? Come join us today at 1130 at NAVWIC's National Billion Dollar Luncheon and Transit Opportunities, where you will be able to connect and um see some of the different opportunities, sponsors, network, and hear more words of wisdom and tips that may help you in your career. That is, again, today at 11.30 a.m. And to get in that Zoom virtual luncheon, just go and register on Eventbrite. Click NAVWIC. We have the Internet breaking today after this absolutely amazing interview with him. Enrica Buchanan, the Vice President of HNTB Corporation. Listen, NABWIC country, you know that you can catch NABWIC Talks every Wednesday morning at 8.30 a.m. Until next time, see you then on NABWIC Talks Radio. This concludes our show. Thank you for listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction. For more information about NABWIC and our membership, please visit us on the web at www.nabwic.org. We are the voice of black women in construction. Have a great and prosperous day. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.